Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crits and Grits New IP. I feel like I should have a new lead in because, you know, the, I, I'm doing the Alex thing with the hello, everyone, welcome to Crits and Grits. Or should we just keep it the same I mean, for both? It's good for both because it's consistency for everybody. Uh, but at the same time, you want to do your own thing. Go ahead. It won't be sad about nothing. No, no, we're, we're, we're going to stick with consistency. Uh, as someone who works in a restaurant, consistency is key. You can't send out, like, one plate with a smaller portion of veggies to the same table that has a larger portion of veggies. No, they're they're going to ask a lot of questions, and then you're going to have to comp, like, two table food. It, it's dumb. Let's, let's work. Anyway, enough of that. Tangent. <laughs> uh, so, uh, welcome to Chris and Chris's new IP. Uh, you all leveled up, so... I'm just going to ask you how you're all doing and what you did with your level ups uh, like we did last time. We're going to start with uh, you, Ganja. You leveled up. What's going on with Ganja? How's Ganja feeling? Uh, Ganja is feeling great. He got his 30-day chip uh, last time for 30 days being sober. And how does he celebrate when he levels up? Well, he gets a couple more hit points. Um, and then he remembers that he has a few seeds left in uh, in his pockets i guess no and he's like gears or tubules or whatever the hell he's made of because he's a science magic robot thing um and he performs plant growth his new third level spell um and grows some some dank ass plants yeah i got them leftover seeds and stems that you couldn't use <laughs> dank ass marijuanas not that we, not that we're okay with drug use on this podcast. We are good Christian. I mean, we're okay with some. You, you, you know what? You do, you listeners, as long as you don't <laughs> infringe on someone else's rights. Uh, uh, that's funny. Look, I, I don't want to tell them how to live their lives. Okay, so uh, up next we got Byron Bickler. Uh, how's Byron feeling? How how'd that level up treat you? Byron uh, learned the best magic spell of all magic spells, Counterspell. Because if your opponent can't use magic, you win. You gotta love the acoustics in that building. Yeah, uh, Byron to coming to us from the void that John Oliver just left. Yes. Jesus. I'm in, I'm in the void. <laughs> so now I gotta deal with Byron's counterspell. Uh, Nana, how's your level up treating you? How's Nana feeling about everything going on right now? Yes. Um, so spells that I got for leveling up. Um, extra attack. So that's good. So like my magic is just beating the shit out of people. And I got 10 extra feet. So now Nana is fastest of walking speed. So uh, it's going to be really funny when like Nana outruns. She's fast as fuck, boy. And then uh, Bennett, how you doing? How's that level up treating you? What, what do you think about everything going on? Uh, well, so Bennett uh, got a nice good breather uh, over the course of however the hell long we've been where we are uh, and ended up rolling a hot eight for hit points, uh, bringing me up to uh, 39. So that's nice. <laughs> I, ro I rolled max on the hit die, so that was that felt real good. Oh, boy. Maybe um, I should scale back some future encounters. I'm not going to scale that shit back. I mean, that's fine if you don't scale them back because uh, at level five, I also got the fancy 
defancy ability uncanny dodge. So, uh, yeah. All right, time to buff the shit out of some monsters. As long as only one person decides to attack me per round, they ain't shit. But I'm learning a few things from my grandmother with, like, learning how to, like, you know, ignore damage coming in, except I'm doing it in a little more of, like, a dodgy manner. Uh, but, you know, it's there's still some work to be put into being better at it. There, look, now I made it narrative instead of just mechanical. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, you you are a DM stream, hey. especially for an audio medium. You're all a DM stream, actually, and sometimes a DM's nightmare. Speaking of DM nightmares, Jenkins, how's it going? How's that level of treating you, buddy? How how you feel about everything going on? Wait, a nightmare? I don't understand what you mean. I'm I'm confused. How how? How am I the nightmare? Actually, you're not a nightmare because you let me reward myself because you uh, blew up two computers. That's a lie. I'm such a fucking nightmare. Um, I my level up is plain and simple. I get an extra attack. I'm going to try my best to be a whirling dervish with dual blades and the best impersonation of Orlando Bloom as Legolas in the Lord of the Rings movie series. Uh, we last left off with Byron and Bennett getting a notification over their lapels to uh, return to the Thieves' Guild, and you also all need to go to the Ferris branch of the Quivering Tendy to collect your reward. Luckily for Byron and Bennett, the uh, Quivering Tendy can get them in touch with the Thieves' Guild. Baller. Chicken and business. The dream. Yeah, that does sound like the, the best business. And Dorian just says, well, uh, after your business, I, um, I I would like to meet up with you all and I can give you a nice tour of my hometown. Um, question. Yes. So Nana, just taking a precursory look around, um, was it, is it kind of obvious that compared to New Haven or the Elves? New Horizon. Treated... Gosh, dang it. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, we're, we're Animal Crossing, not Borderlands. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I love both games, okay? Um, is it is it obvious that the elves are being treated differently here? Uh, that you have yet to see. Because you, you've come in through the outer ring of the city, so this city is set up in a series of rings. Uh, and you've only come in through the outer ring. There's a, another ring next to that. Then there's another ring next to that a ring next to that, and then the center of the capital. Okay, so we're just past Wall Maria then. Yes, you uh, have come in through the slums. But if you'd like to roll a perception check for the slums, you can. Physical dice, because... Hey, hey don't go. say that. We want them to sponsor us one day in, like, 2025. Okay, so that is a 15. Like, that's a year we're gonna reach. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. Alright, so uh, in the slums, you realize that these slums are occupied mostly by humans, but these slums are better than the elven slums of New Horizon. Okay. I think Nana's just going to kind of keep an eye out for it. Um, yeah, just watching. And uh, the Quivering Tindy is located in the third ring of this city. Um, is, er, is our tour guide kind of like pointing out stuff? Uh, Dorian is 
you know, just walking around and people are like saying, oh, it's Dorian. Nice, nice to see you. You know, pe- people are very cordial to Dorian. And uh, as you walk through the slums, you see him like passing out books to children, like nice children's books. St. <laughs> Dorian over here. <laughs> okay, so he's got a lot of friends in low places. Got it. And then uh, you move on to the second ring. Uh, if you want to roll a perception check for this ring, you can. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, in this ring, you notice that this ring is occupied primarily by elves. And the housing in this ring, very nice upper middle class housing. In fact, it's not just primarily elves. It's only elves in this ring. Oh, and elves. And uh, you get a look into one of the windows of the houses, and you see a calendar on the back wall. And on that calendar, a picture of Dorian. What the fuck? Is it tastefully nude? This is an uh, important question. Like, the top four buttons of his shirt are unbuttoned. Oh, baby. And he is doing his taxes. <gasps> that is that is going to set some list. Lewd. How can you tell he's doing his taxes in the painting? Is there that much detail? Uh yeah, no, no. Like it's it's very photorealistic. Like maybe there's cameras in this world and someone got a picture of Dorian doing his taxes for this calendar. What's his gross uh yearly income? Uh that has been pixelated. I mean, gotta leave something secret for Probably one of the most eligible bachelors leave something in the city. Yeah. No, I mean you can see it. You can see his packs, but you can't see his gross income. <laughs> is that because his in- his income is gross? <laughs> I mean, Dorian is your tour guide. You can ask him. I don't feel like talking to him. <laughs> that feels too invasive. I just kind of want to like passively learn <laughs> this information. <laughs> And Neko is perched on Dorian's shoulder as you go through to the next ring. If you want to roll a perception check for this ring, you can. All right, Nick is me. Uh, that's another dirty 20. Uh, this is the financial district and shopping ring. It's a ring filled with various banks, shops, inns, cafes, taverns. And one more thing that you see with your dirty 20 is there's someone selling calendars. <laughs> Oh, I ain't buying one. I don't think Nan plans on being around long enough to use one. <laughs> but uh, the calendar is the yearly Dorian calendar. And this year's theme is civic duty. Okay, I'm going to kind of look around the calendars. Are there any ones with, like, cute pu- Uh No, they are all Dorian. <laughs> what, what a waste of paper. And... If you flip through the calendars, you see, like, Dorian saving kittens from trees, Dorian doing his taxes, Dorian putting out a fire. Like, are any of them genuine, or are they all, like, very posed? Uh, They are all genuine. Why is this town so invested in making sure that we all know Dorian pays his taxes? I would like to roll a check of some sort to investigate that question. Also, uh, I can assure you, Nana did not flip through the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Roll an insight check for me. Well, but you're thinking that Dorian's like sketches balls. 
Yeah, 14 insight. There's just there's too much that this guy does, and people love him too much. I mean, Give me that insight check, Deebs. If we're doing like anime 14. Tropes, obviously. What was 14. that? 14. Okay, uh, from your insight check, you can tell that uh, Dorian was not aware that these pictures were being taken for the calendar when they were being taken. Were they were they taken or painted? They were taken. Okay. <laughs> so there's paintings and pictures? Uh, it's all actually just pictures. I'm going to add into my notes, kill Dorian. I don't <laughs> trust him. All right. So uh, Dorian leads you all to the quivering Tindy. Yeah, Nana's just kind of following. All right. And as you walk in, you see a familiar face behind the counter. It's a black tabaxi with one eye and a nub tail. But yes. instead of uh, the bow tie he was wearing in the previous episode, this Nick is wearing a green, green bow tie. Well, meowdy adventurers. <laughs> you're you're okay. just annoying us oh, with this shit. No. It's bad. No, oh. no, no. no. Byron, Byron turns on his heel and walks back out the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bennett follows. We're, we're going to go uh, meet up with some people later. <laughs> Man, Nana, do you uh do you have this? I I've got another appointment that I've got to hit up. Well, if it's the thieves guild appointment you're looking for, uh, that will be here in the quivering tindy. Wow, if uh if that was what I was looking for, that's not something that most people would just announce. And he turns in a public place. Byron uh, jumps in with like his fingers up, and, and and that is in no way an admission of uh, anything for or against uh, the the activity of looking for the thief skill. Thank thank you. Yes, yes, correct. Just like just an observation. The thief skill isn't frowned upon here. It's the uh, assassin skill that is. You're you're in good company. People are just okay with crime here. Yeah, I don't think you guys. I mean, it's. it's... Like it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward in the name. Thieves, like they steal. That's like kind of their whole thing. Jenkins is going to like kind of mosey up to the bar, sit down, and then just say, start picking his nose, and say, "I'll have a strawberry parfait." And one of the waitresses looks at you, uh, human, and then just like ignores you and goes back to her work. I will continue picking my nose, waiting on the parfait. That clearly is not coming, but Jenkins doesn't know that. I'm gone, just going to sit at the bar next to him and go, I don't, I don't know if uh, this parfait is coming, but uh, you know that's kind of gross in a public place. You know that, right? You can't just be flicking boogers everywhere. And Jenkins, it's at this moment where the rocky talkie in your pack start to vibrate. It's vibrating in my backpack? Yes, yes. The uh, rocky talkie that you were given by Dogwood. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep p- picking my nose and waiting for a parfait. I do not notice at all. Uh, can I roll to notice it? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay, great. I've got really good perception. Let's see how bad I flip this up. Oh, goodness. Uh, that's a 23. Oh, yeah, you notice it. Uh, hey, buddy, your, uh, your cell phone's going off. Wow, that was an unpleasant noise in my ear. Oh, Jesus, D&D Beyond Dice, that was unpleasant. Ugh. 
I'm sorry that that took us out of the fiction there, but that was an unpleasant noise. The D and D dice just kind of disappeared. Into you know, that's a ugly mess. That's Ugh. that's how I feel whenever my phone rings. It's an unpleasant noise that I do <laughs> not like to hear. Uh, sorry, back to the fiction. Uh, yeah, your your cell phone or something there in the uh, this magical world where there's no electronics. It's going off. What's up with that? And you just hear Nick from the counter say. Well, there are electronics here. Oh, yeah, I'm electronic. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. But no, you're going off, man. You want me to play it here? Hold on. Uh, and he's going to reach into the pack to answer it. Uh, Jenkins, Jenkins is going to like go into his pack, like in a, basically like in an attempt to block him. But then he's going to take it out and just hand it to Ganja and say, oh. Parfait! Uh, parfait? Hello? Parfait? Is that a thing people say in this world? Uh, when you open up the uh, Rocky Talkie, you see Dogwood on the screen. Well, you ain't our leader. Oh yeah, no. Um, Personal shit. Wow, I can't believe I've been knocked down that many pegs in my venture capitalist lifestyle. This is terrible. Now I'm demoted to an. Oh goodness, I I can't take this. Please, Jenkins, take this burden off of me. What? He called me a personal. I used to be a CEO of a Fortune 500. It was really like Fortune like 600, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, he needs to talk to you. You hear Dogwood pipe up over the phone and say, All right, personal assistant, you're acting like a real bitch right now. And dogs Listen. can't have chocolate. So uh, either give the phone to Jenkins or excuse yourself so no harm comes your way. Wow, I've never been so insulted in my life. I lived my entire life in New York, and I've never been so insulted. And he's just going to uh, throw the Rocky Talkie down on the bar and just, just complain about being insulted throughout the entire bar. I've never been so insulted. I'm so insulted in this establishment. Someone pay attention to my insults. This is the worst thing. Just do that for a moment. Is, how close are they to where Nana is? Like, <laughs> Does Nana see any of this? Uh, yeah, so you, you're close enough to see this. But you're going to have to roll a perception check to see if you can hear uh, Dogwood's words over the Rocky Talkie. Um, that is a 17. I was diced. Yep, you heard him. Loud and clear. Man is just observing at this moment. I don't think she's going to say anything yet, but she's not laughing at it. Uh, I am, but Nana isn't. Jenkins <laughs> uh, is going to just kind of be, like, not even paying attention to Ganja's existential crisis, you know. Oh, is that Zerath? In the flesh. Uh, we heard that, uh... I hang up on him the moment he says in the flesh. What the fuck? I love that. <laughs> that was good. The moment he confirms it, I hang up on him. Excellent. And it starts ringing again. I don't answer it, and I ask for my parfait. The waitress ignores you. I, like, I'm still convinced that she's getting my parfait. So I'm just going to keep picking my nose and ignoring this call. If anyone wants to roll a perception or insight check at this moment, they can. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm going to percept everything. I'm just going to read this whole room with a 16. A 16 isn't going to get you the whole room, but you do That's notice okay. that. I was, <laughs> I was just hoping for the best. <laughs> you do notice that this waitress is attending to the human customers. And just clearly, clearly skipping over Jenkins. I got a 22. 
with a 22, you notice the same thing, but she is going out of her way to avoid Jenkins and any other elf at the bar. Racist. Yeah, but she's ignoring Jenkins, so, like, I get it. That's what I was about to say. You're kind of justified. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I get it, too. <laughs> and Nick is just drumming his fingers across the counter, waiting for people to check in. Uh, I guess... Gondra's... Oh, Nana, please. Uh, I guess Nana's gonna check in. Well, meowdy, uh... Nana. Well, uh, hey there. Um, let me guess, is your name also Nick? Bingo. Ah, so like positively correct. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll be uh, I'll be waiting outside. Uh, that hurt my head. Um, Nana's eye twitches, but she also knows he's probably the one that's gonna pay them. <laughs> um, and she just has a flashback to all the times in her life. When she was alive, that she had to put up with this shit. Climbing the corporate ladder, men thinking they're funny. Um, <laughs> and she, she just very slowly gives a smile and says, Ha, I see what you did there. Um, so we did the thing. Stuff exploded. There was a mission. We finished it. Um, is there like a monetary reward thing that I can pick up? Is that a thing here? somewhere else yes uh, and i'd like to congratulate you for becoming overnight celebrities um okay rewind just a little bit um what well you're the only six to survive the elliot charles wildlife center incident so Um, the uh guild is actually closing for about a week because we need to rework things um did not know that I did, we didn't actually know that. Did no, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> that would have changed the tone a lot if we'd already known. Um, so um, that's that's news well, to me. Well, you, you know that you were the only survivors that Dorian found. Okay. Um, exactly how many others went in and didn't make it out so far? About 60. Like six zero sixty. Yes. Um. So now my follow up question to that is: Why would the guild send so many people to their deaths? We didn't know. So, someone walks up to you, says, "Hey, I got a thing for you. Here's like a piece of paper that says what I want," and you just say, "Okay, I'm gonna send out sixty some odd people." Surely nothing can go wrong. Like, is that is that the screening process? I am aware time? that the guild is flawed. We're all aware. We're restructuring this as we speak. Okay, because, like, in the future, I'm going to ask if somebody's actually been out to the place first uh, before we go, because um, that was pretty not great. Us collective nicks have egg on our face right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... I would say so. So um, we're talking like hazard pay, though, right? Because, you know. um, I mean, considering that uh, this was chalked up to the work of the Demon Lord, then yes, maybe there's some hazard pay in it for you. Yeah, because like, you know. If you can, you know, stop being really mean about it. I mean, I feel like I could be much worse because I could be suing you right now. Okay, in which court? Man, is this guy giving you... 
Nana, is this uh is this guy giving you trouble right now? Oh no, nah, he already agreed to the hazard pay. Okay. And Nick plops down five bags with thirty gold each in it. Nice. Okay. And you hear Gar pipe up from the back. Where Gar bag? Fuck me. Yeah, where is Gar's bag? Gar was a part of it too. Well, Gar isn't officially a part of the Adventurers Guild. Are you Gar? What guild? Gar home gone. Really seems like they're looking at the victim of uh, everything that just happened, and they're just like, mm, "Fuck them." That's really what it's coming across as. And uh, man, I might just seppuku myself and see what happens in the uh, the next reincarnation that I have. Because I don't know if these people have everything together. Look, I'm sure you could scrape together at least a little bag for Gar. You know, kind of a compensation for the. What what's a good word here? Raging incompetence of the guild in this situation, um, you know. And I might keep my name out of the pool of the people, the lawyers representing the families of all sixty people who died, because I know that that's gonna be a real big shit show for you later. So you know, Nana, roll an intimidation check. Oh, good, good. Probably not great. That's charisma. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, uh, that is 18 plus 1, so 19. Uh, Nick rolled a 4, so you see yes. Nick walk to the back and then come back with a significantly larger bag of gold for Gar. <laughs> Damn right. He was a pretty instrumental. We got through alive and all that. So your cooperation is very appreciated. I have changed my mind about throwing... What Gar do with this? Gar want food. And Gar returns the bag and says, come back with food. No, no, You can Gar, trade Gar. that for food, Gar. Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, Don't give it back to him. No, he, when he gives it back, Jenkins is going to like try to help push it forward and go, yes, bring food and parfait. Nana is just going to take the bag very carefully and say, okay, um, I'm going to hold on to this while we teach you how to use it. All right. Um, but it's not going anywhere. I'm not spending any of your money, but we're going to teach you what money is and how to use it. Um, and we're going to start with the food. Um, and I don't think Nick is the one that serves the food, right? No. Yeah. I'm sure he could bring parfait if he wanted to. And Nick walks to the back and brings out a parfait for Jenkins because he doesn't want any more trouble. <laughs> And Jenkins is going to start digging into his strawberry parfait. You're just going to reward his bad manners like that? The kid's never going to learn. Nana, you already just thoroughly read me here. I, I don't want any trouble. Well, uh, is there anything else we need to know before we just move on and get our food and stuff like that? Well, I mean, it was pretty strange that you survived an encounter from the Demon Lord. Was right. it supposed to be hard? Uh, the demon lord subjugated most of the world a while back, and then over two decades ago was slain by heroes that came here from another world. And now he's back. Hmm. Weirdly coincidental. So, so this, so, so this world is just full of pushovers. Is that is that what I'm getting from you? I I want you to roll a history check. Okay. That's a Anyone plus zero. Can, Let's see. 
Anyone can roll a history check for this. Oh, so. yeah, that's happening. That's a, that's a big nine, baby. It's a big fat four plus zero. That's a natural 20. Oh, shit. All right, no one else needs to roll. Ganja, if you want to relay this information to other players, you can, but I, I'm still going to say it out loud. Uh, so you remember that the facility was not taken down by the Demon Lord. In fact, it was taken down by a self-destruct sequence. Where they're getting this Demon Lord information, you don't know. Maybe they're just assuming it was the Demon Lord because it was mass destruction. But you know in your heart of hearts that this was a self-destruct implemented oh, by right. the facility. Oh, right. We were all there for the countdown. Gondra relays that. Uh, what happens when he does is he gets completely rigid and uh, just very robotic. His eyes, if he had eyes, they would roll back into his skull, but instead they just turn like flash white. And he just relays that in very robotic tone. It's not soothing and it's pretty terrible on the ears. But that's how he do. Whoa. I said all that stuff. I don't know what any of that meant, but I said it. Uh, what the Jake fuck? is just going to be staring at Ganja with like this spoon just in his mouth with a very like what the fuck face and then go right? straight back to eating. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was um, that was something. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I wasn't comfortable with it. Okay, uh, Nana's going to pull Bennett aside. Kind of like, you know, where not everybody else can hear, but still in the same vicinity. Just kind of like crouch down next to him a little bit and be like, okay, so like if we do the whole reincarnation thing like one more time. Do you think we can get a team that ain't so fucking weird? Like, is that a thing? Honestly, at this point, I think I'm game. It's, I mean, the the worst case scenario is that we're just permanently dead and don't have to be here for this anymore. Best case scenario, I don't know, heaven? I, and then... And then getting a new team would be, like, somewhere in the middle, I think. I think we just found a secret win condition for Gary's campaign. <laughs> we all kill ourselves. Ganja, make the Kool-Aid. As this is going on, you see a very plain-looking waitress walk out. Uh, she has oversized glasses on and her hair in a bun. And uh, she looks over to Byron and Bennett, and Nick says, well, if you'll follow her, she'll get you set up with the Thieves Guild. All right. <laughs> Anything to get out of this conversation? Yes, agreed. Uh, Nana, I'll, I'll be, I'll be back in a little bit. Just have a little bit of business to take care of. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing nothing without you. Don't worry. Alrighty. She gives him a wink, like <laughs> we have a plan, though. <laughs> <laughs> And oh god. I'm gonna go jump in front of a train. <laughs> and this waitress silently escorts you down a hall to a private banquet room. And as she opens the door, I'm gonna need the room with Bennett for a minute. Oh boy. So Bennett, as yes. you step through the threshold of the door, you walk into a movie theater. And there's a single person sitting in this movie theater. Uh, she's wearing one of those newsboy hats, some suspenders, black slacks, and a uh, button-down dress shirt. Bennett is immediately trying to figure out what movie is about to come on. <clears throat> Very interested in that. She's tossing popcorn up to 
up in the air and catching it in her mouth. And she says, oh, Benny Boo, I'm glad you could make it for the movie. And uh, you notice her. It's the woman from the video that you watched when you were on the astral plane. I... Okay, just take a seat next to me and we'll get the show on the road. And then the okay. film reel starts spinning. And then uh, you see footage of her and Nana talking. It's from Nana's point of view. She shows you a clip of, from your point of view, after you died, uh, she's approaching you and she says, So who is this Benny Boo you're concerned about? Uh... Well, I mean, he's he's one of my grandsons. Uh, died sooner than he should have, in my opinion. And she starts looking through a tablet. Oh, yes, a year ago. Well, Nana, I'm willing to give you one of you a second chance at life. Give it to him. No hesitation. I mean, you're both going to take this adventure together now, and at the end, you can change your mind if you'd like. But one of you isn't making it out. Listen, I lived a good long life, spent a lot of time with family, a lot of time with the people I loved. It was good. If, uh, we're gonna give a second chance to someone, I think he deserves it. I got no regrets. And once the film is over, she looks over at you and says, Benny, I feel like you didn't get a choice in this matter. So I'm gonna offer it to you as well. At the end of your adventure... The two of you get to choose who comes back, but at the end of the day, you'll be saying goodbye to each other. What do you mean, I'll be, we'll be saying goodbye to each other? Only one of you is getting reincarnated, Benny. Only one of us in, but between Nana and myself? Correct, Benny. What happens at the end of this? Well, one of you comes back and the other spends... The rest of their life in the astral plane. I mean, it's similar to heaven. It, it's your conception of heaven, I believe. Or hell, if uh, Nana or you committed some evil deeds in your life. Right. Okay. Uh, well, um, I'm going to have to think on, on that proposition a little bit. I mean, I, uh, I feel like she shouldn't choose for you, Benny. You can choose for yourself. You're an adult. What what uh what what type of being are you and what do you know about about me? Benny, I'm a goddess. I know everything. Right, so you know what I used to do. Yes, you've caused a lot of people great misfortune. Right. That's it's pretty straightforward. So, Benny, you could spend the rest of your life in hell, or you could get a new life. Try again. Make your way into heaven. I'm sure Nana will make it to heaven if uh, she makes it through this. You've gotten awfully quiet there, Benny. I choose her. Well, we'll see how this plays out in the end. Toodaloo, Benny. And then uh, the theater fades away, and... So the two of you were escorted into the uh, private banquet room and you just see like a silhouette appear in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, Bennett, how are you feeling right now? Uh, 
the whole interaction has left something to be desired. So, uh, <laughs> a silhouette in the middle of the room says, Byron, Bennett, have you recovered anything from the facility? I, I take it that you are our contact? Yes. Um, so, uh, there's a computer in my head that recorded some data, uh, but actual physical co- uh, computer copies or hard copies of the data was all lost, exploded. I'm, I'm going to stop you right here. <laughs> then it recovered a crystal, and you both recovered some physical files. I do have, I do have the memory crystal. Uh, add memory crystal to pocket, not Danny pack. I, I yeah, you put it in your pocket. <laughs> and as well as uh, I recovered, um, I do pull from the Danny Pack um, a bunch of uh, pages that I had snagged from uh, from some of the uh, crates that are. Uh, I did not realize at the time when I was putting them in, but uh, they are absolutely covered in fucking glitter i roll a d10 for me oh god okay maybe maybe they're not (laughs) that's a five i mean some words are covered in glitter some words aren't oh god gross place your materials on the table and there's a table in front of you is there any way that i can Uh, get my like mental files uh currently Actually, roll a straight intelligence check. Okay. Um, can I make... Wait, is it an intelligence saving throw? Nope, no, just I'll, intelligence check. Okay. There is a button for that. I got a 15. Okay, you're able to link with your computer, and you just regurgitate all the information that you gathered. Neat. Barf. I barf up my information. <laughs> and I want the two of you to roll a perception check for me as well. I'm so good at perception. I got a 17. He lied. I got that minus 10. Get wrecked, Ben. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the waitress that brought you in here, you see no signs of her. She is nowhere in this room. She gone. Slacking. Alright, so uh, the voiceover, the silhouette speaks to you again and says, Byron, we apologize. Uh, you are now a permanent member of the Thieves Guild. We could not clear up the misunderstanding with the Adventurers Guild. But the good news is, the two of you will now be a two-man cell. And your name will be the Thrashers. Your next mission, you will be invited to the manor of Maximilian Fitzgerald. We have someone that wants you to steal his coffin because they believe he is a vampire. What if he doesn't have a coffin because he's not a vampire? You can work that out as you go. Relay the information to us. And uh, a compartment in the table opens up and two Rocky Talkies appear in front of you. They're basically just compact mirrors that you can do FaceTime on. Alright. Well, uh... 
Byron will grab both of them and hand hand one over to the minute. Uh, quick, quick question. Uh, we're, we're retrieving the coffin of Maximilian Fitzgerald. If there is yes. one. Because, not. because we think that he's a vampire? He could be, but maybe also he might not be. Maybe he's just some creepy goth guy? Like, what is... Maximilian Fitzgerald is the richest man in quite possibly this world. So are we are we determining whether he is just eccentric or a vampire? He's been operating for about 40 years now. And it appears in each uh, picture that comes out that he has not aged a day. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't well, know if you've ever heard of Keanu Reeves, but yeah, it, where we're it's, from, that's not, it's not the first time I've seen something. It's not an isolated thing. The person that wants you to steal this coffin believes that he is a vampire. All right. I mean, that's okay. And before you leave, the compartment opens up again, and there's two bags with 10 gold sitting in it. Oh, hey. Look at that. Thank you for your work, Thrashers. Right, Thrashers. That's going to be... That's going to be weird. But all right. Thank you. And the uh, waitress that escorted you here shows up again out of nowhere and escorts you back out. Oh, and uh, as you... Uh, Byron and Bennett, you were each flipped a uh, little slip of paper from the waitress, and I'll uh, send you what it says. But if it's seven spell? digits, then I know exactly what it is. Seven to ten digits, I know. I know what it is. What? I'm implying that it's her phone number. That's that's what I'm getting at. Oh. Where do they have it? Was oh. Oh, oh okay. All right. We use we talk on rocks, man. I don't know how this technology works. <laughs> All right, and I just gotta send this to Deeves. Every time he says Rocky Talk, I I in my head I hear that awful stupid fight song from UGA. Stupid ass song. Tennessee. <laughs> the like hey fuck you, Rocky Top. <laughs> Alright, so Rocky Talk. Rocky talk. <laughs> There's something you all still have to figure out. How the fuck are you getting back to New Horizon? Because hmm. that's what you established you wanted to do. Walking? How far away is it? I mean, if you walk, it may be a couple days. Horse-drawn carriage, probably two days. What are the uh, little skittering spiders? Less than a day. Spiders are fast as fuck. Um... How much are they are? Are we Uh, not teleporting back? Jenkins is going to just kind of ask that to the group. I want you all to roll a perception check for me. Come on, plus three. That's 11. A dirty 20. My man. I got a dirty 21. (laughs) I got an eight. Okay, so Jenkins and uh, Ganja... As you're going through the city, you realize that they don't really use a lot of the technology that's used in New Horizon or other places you've been to. That They're kind of old school here, so you don't see any of the spider mechs. Maybe you can get in contact with someone that can get one to you right away. But who do you know outside of this city? Nick. 
We know Nick. Nick. We know Nick. There's a network. There's a uh, network of Nick. A Nick work. A Nick work, if you will. We do it. So you you want to go back in and ask the Nick work? I don't want to, but I feel like that's what we need to do. Um. Yeah. The. Well, Jenkins is still like trying to figure out why we haven't just teleported back. Like, just like, wait, aren't we just supposed to appear there? No, we can't do that. We can here do have well we can look at a map and fast travel no we can't do that did they fast travel okay do you have some kind of tech i don't know about because fast travel like in a car or something there may also be other resources that you have they uh so so jenkins is gonna just gonna be like wait are y'all serious wait we so, so we're not fast traveling out of here. I don't think we are, buddy. Wait, so, but you guys don't have a form of transportation. Do you no, have an extra form of transportation that nobody else knows about? Well, well, shit. I wasn't aware that I was supposed to be doing things. So I guess, I guess it's up to Jenkins. Uh, and I, I am now gonna grab my Rocky Talk, and I'm just gonna start yelling at it without properly using it. I'm just gonna start yelling into it. Zura, come in, Zura. And uh, for some reason, Dogwood's face shows up on your screen. Hey, leader, what's up? I need a ride from this shithole back home. Like, like uh, you looking for a ride from uh, New Horizon? Or to New Horizon? Where, where, where are you? I am currently located at, and I'm going to stare at the group, uh, Gandhi just shrugs and goes, fucking no. Uh, I think that the address is 69Ds. Like a Ferris wheel or some shit. I'm currently at 69Ds. D- 69Ds? Yeah, 69Ds. Uh, I, I don't think that's a real place, boss. Hey, Nick, where, where the fuck are we? Well, you're in the city of Ferris. Okay. Jenkins, that's where we are. Tell your Look. rock thing. Wait, so what's D's? Yes! Jenkins. D's nuts, Jenkins. And you just hear Nick behind the counter go, Oh, I got him! Byron, Byron puts one up for Nick to high-five. And Nick high-fives Byron. Uh, Jenkins is now going to just stare soullessly at Byron. I don't get it. And you hear Dogwood over the wall, Rocky Talkie say, Is that the home of Slawbone? Slawbone? What's Slawbone? Slawbone these nuts. <laughs> he said it. Oh, God. No, seriously, I don't get it. So are we, are we at Slawbone these, are we at Slawbone these nuts or are we in Ferris? <laughs> uh, uh, late, later, I, I'm pretty sure you're in Ferris. I just could not resist a good Slawbone these nuts joke. But wait, that was a joke. Yeah, I'm sorry, leader. Zara, you're terrible at jokes. That was very unprofessional of me. And Zara, good job. I will be docking my pay. You did get him, though. And that's worth more than any currency. Got him. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. No, I won't be docking your pay. Do I pay you? No, no, I'm in control of the finances because you're busy out there with your adventure and whatnot. Yeah, that, that's what I thought, but it was a bad joke. So, can you get us home? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can get you to New Horizon, but I'm going to dock my pay in the process. I'm really sorry. Uh, 
but we will have a uh, card out to you by the end of the day. So just uh, chill there, and I'll contact you when it arrives. Okay, cool. Good job, Zara. And you see Dorian with Neko still on his shoulder outside of uh, the Quivering Tendy. Uh, Dorian has already changed. He's wearing a nice cardigan. Uh, tar- cardigan. And unironically, it's calico print with like a little cat paw mark on uh, the lapel. And it says cool cat on the front. Fuck, this guy's too cool. That He's is a pretty, pretty cool, cool shirt. I don't even like cats. And then an image beams into your head of Neko frowning. No, 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 that was out of character. Sorry, By- Byron. <laughs> Sorry, out of, unironically out of Good character. recovery, good, good recovery. <laughs> and remember, you also have Gar with you. Oh, God. Yeah, nice. Um, I think Nana, while we're waiting for the cart, um, she's going to kick back into grandma mode. And try to teach Gar, um, with surprising patience for a barbarian, um, a little bit about money and kind of the basics. Just trying to make sure if, you know, when she gets to the point of handing back his money to him, which she intends to do, um, she doesn't want him to just throw it at someone. So Gar give this, Gar get food, Gar no hunt food. Yeah, um, if you was to kill an animal around here... Might be a person, might be a pet, probably inside these walls. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what's safe anymore because we got like cats that do the 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 pictures and your head and stuff. Um, so like, don't kill anything in here. At least, you know what? I'll tell you when it's safe to kill stuff. And while Nana is teaching Gar about money, uh, Dorian is taking you on a tour of the rest of the city, but. Instead of like pointing out actual important things, he's introducing you to different cats in the city. This one is Jasper. This one's Jojo. That's Sydney. That's Link. They call this one Captain. Fucking excuse me? You naming cats after my cats? I'll kill yeah. you. Yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> in real life, I'll fight you. <laughs> we already have Nick. What's to stop me from bringing everyone's cats I know into this? Okay, but Sergeant Nom Noms has to be a very important bitch. I don't have a cat. Get you a cat, Drew. Don't, um, I don't want one. No, I, I don't actually. I don't, like I don't want a cat like either. <laughs> and this dog here that hangs out with the cats—that's Huck. Oh, my boy. <laughs> Gary, Gary, I just want you to know that my wife chimed in and said that uh, she doesn't care if they're imaginary. If you hurt our cats, she will come for you. Expect why death. I, why would I ever hurt real cats in this game? Oh no, I mean the imaginary cats that you just named after uh, my cats. You, if you, you know hurt what them I meant, game, why, why would I hurt imaginary cats? That's what I meant to say. I don't know, Gary. Why would you hurt imaginary cats? What do you think I'm some sort of sadistic DM that would like kill cats in front of you? No, I'm gonna kill real people in front of you. I'm gonna make you watch. Talking about people? <laughs> exactly. Unless there are listeners, we we care about you a lot. Nah, fuck all y'all. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> this so, took a dark turn. Line in the sand. 
<laughs> so as Dorian's giving you this tour, the uh, spider cart shows up, and you see an elven woman driving it. Uh, let me drop her picture. Well, her picture is already in the uh, D&D workshop thing. Or DM Notes about nice. campaign. So uh, you see an elven woman with uh, a black tactical gear on. She's got a red cloak. Uh, there's two crossbows sitting by her side. And, you know, there's little metal pieces on the uh, tactical gear that she's wearing. Well, y'all, uh, y'all with the leader? Byron will uh, push push Jenkins out in front of the group. Jenkins stumbling from the push. Wait, who, who are you? Uh, I, I'm one of Dogwood's subordinates. Close friend of Dogwood. We grew up in the same organization together. Wait, you're uh, Bazira? Yeah, yeah. My name's Magnolia, but y'all can call me Maggie. Uh, Jenkins is now immediately uh, off of hearing the word Maggie and putting together now that it is a female. He's going to start staring at his feet. Oh, and I forgot to mention that she is wearing a red bandana and a red eye patch over her left eye. No, once she said Maggie, he's now just staring <laughs> at his feet and. Only says, oh, and says nothing else. I'm internally screaming. <laughs> all, all right, get in the car, Shug. Uh, we are taking Gar with us, right? Oh, I so. mean, th that's up to y'all. Of course we are. Yeah, I, I just kind of assumed. Dorian, has or Dorian is offering to let Gar crash at his place, along with Neko. Do we want to play escort the NPC or take the easy route? Gar's pretty self Because you know I'm a lazy... I'm going to roll for it. Evens for easy route and for easy route. Uh, let's see. That is an even, so easy route. You know what? Um, I think Nana is going to realize that the road ahead is going to be very dangerous. Um, they're not going to be around long, and it is probably more important for Gar to create lasting relationships and have someone near him at all times that could teach him about life and, you know, how to function in a city and someone who actually knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you know, that's a big thing. Um, so I think, I think she is going to justify and calmly explain to Gar, you know, that it is, it is in his best interest to stay and they will visit at some point hopefully. so so gar get to see bam friends again well yeah like it, it's not our like intention to just never see you and we like and you gar just throws his arms around you and like tightly hugs you gar go miss nana uh i think nana gets on like one knee you know being over seven feet tall so that she can give him a better hug and just gives him a big old grandma goliath hug Gar miss Ben too. Gar Gar miss Ron. Gar miss Ja. We do gotta go help Pete and all that stuff, but we are gonna come back. Gar won't help someday. You know what? When that day comes, we'll. And you you see Gar wipe a tear away and <laughs> wave goodbye to you all. Yeah, in, in my head, Nana was hugging him like that entire time until the end there. <laughs> oh, that was really sad. I don't want Gar to leave, but I got outvoted. If he comes with us, he is undoubtedly going to die. 
He's going to die. He's not going to learn about the world because none of us know about the world. He also, he also won't learn about the world because it's hard to learn about the world as a corpse, which yeah. he will, <laughs> will undoubtedly be if he goes with us. Also a factor. And you hear Dorian say, well, we'll get him enrolled in the Adventuring Academy. That, that and some basic literacy lessons would probably help as well. Oh, oh, Gar, Gar can't read? Gar, can you read? What read? Gar can't read. Yeah, so some basic literacy lessons for him uh, may may also uh, help him out. You you got this? Cool, cool, you got this. I, I believe in you. And Dorian nods and says, well, I'll, I'll get your Gar in, enrolled in the finest school here. Did, did you all want to see Anne while you were here, or are, are you good? Right, I, I think we've got this mission that we really need to get started oh, yeah, on. yeah, no, 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 I'll, I'll tell Anne you all said hey, and you, you can go about your mission. It's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah, she ain't doing great. Damn shame. I'm, Damn, I'm yeah. not going to follow up on that statement. No, 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 like... <laughs> Bennett says... I say in character, I'm not going to follow up on that statement. Uh, mentally doing great in school, uh, not doing great. <laughs> Byron, Byron's going to say, I blame the cell phones, and then try to, try to climb into the park. <laughs> and Gar and Dorian wave all of you off. Yeah, Nana's hiding the fact that she's trying ringing back about the hallway bed. so it takes less than a day for you all to get a new horizon and when you get there the city feels like it's completely changed uh the new horizon amusement park is closed there's a curfew now the town guard is patrolling in full force and there's two bipedal mechs being piloted uh, piloted by town guard on patrol i need I, Jeff, as a player, as a as a person, need to know more about these mechs. I also I will second the the notion that we need more. <laughs> okay, uh, what type of checks do you want to roll for this? I fucking with just like, my eyes. badass checks. I don't know. What are my eyes? I don't know Elven how non elven eyes. <laughs> see. Okay, what, ro- roll a perception. How, check for how me. much can I learn? How much can I learn from a sleight of hand, stealth, or acrobatic check? Shit. Help me out here, champ. <laughs> perception, it is. Fuck, that's a ten. <laughs> All right, let me get at this. Let me get at this. Fourteen. As a robotic individual, can I help them at all? Uh, in them wearing the skin of my brethren. Or the bones, I should say, because I don't think, you know, give, have give me a convincing argument for this, and I will give the two of them advantage. Sure. Um, the argument is that he has robot parts, and those are robots or parts of them. That's fuck the it. Argument. Fuck it. Works for me. Advantage. Sounds good. Roll Hell yeah. Up. Let's try this again. Let's do better than a ten, <laughs> or or exactly the same. Fuck you, game. <laughs> What about you, uh, Mr. Dr. Deeves, Byron? I rolled a 14. 
Uh, what was your second roll? Was it good? Oh shit! I didn't hear about a second roll. What? What do I need to roll? Yeah, yeah. yeah you get advantage because uh, oh, okay. Ganja made a convincing argument gotcha. for me. Very Seven. convincing. Seven. I was so convinced. Super convinced. Seventeen. Okay, with that 17, you notice that these mechs are secondhand and have been outfitted with non-lethal crowd dispersing attachments. Non-lethal or less than lethal? Less than lethal. Uh But you know they're secondhand. They were probably used in some sort of battles. The armor is a bit rickety, and uh, that's all you're going to get with that 17. Could you provide us a picture of what they look like? I'm very, I'm really. I will provide that. I'll provide that after uh, the game. That's fine. Okay, because if you're gonna make me a check to see what it looks like, I'd be like, I, I, I gotta echolocate this thing. Like what? No, no, it's not a check to see what. (laughs) No, no, I'm just saying. If you did make me do that, I'd be like, you're a bastard. Yeah. I would have been very displeased with you. Okay, so. Uh, as you all get closer to New Horizon, the cart skitters off the path to the side and goes around the back of New Horizon. And you're taken to a little alley where uh, you see a familiar face. Hey, it's my favorite customers. What 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 you doing here? Hey, what you buying? <laughs> and uh, as you look at Little G's makeshift shop there, you see Eddie wearing a fake mustache, just placing random items onto the counter. And Logi says, hey, sometimes these items just randomly show up. I, I don't know how much they're worth, so I'm doing my best here. What you want to buy? What you buying? Oh, it's shop time. It's shopping time. Time to shop. Do, 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 do. Byron is oh. instantly shopping time. to a... Uh, hey. Hey, what are these shoes right here? Shield-like item <laughs> with slots in it. Okay, so we're going to start with the shoes that uh, Bennett has asked about. Yes. Uh, these shoes look like normal tennis shoes from your world. And Sick. <laughs> Lil G says, honestly, I don't know what the fuck these are. Uh, sorry, I'm a child. I shouldn't be saying the fuck word, but. It's all right. It's all a social construct anyways. I learned from the best, and he winks at Ganja. Ganja tries to wink back, but he's only got robot eyes, so he can't turn. <laughs> Everyone's Cold sad that he can't wink. <laughs> Eddie whispers to you all, Oh yeah, the... the sorry, I, I forgot Eddie's voice. Eddie's voice is more upbeat. Those are shoes with a light cantrip. I what think do do? something like what are that. They, uh... I, I I took them I... from a uh, bag of holding that wasn't accessed within 30 days or was it 90 days. I can't remember anymore. I'm just wow. taking things <laughs> from bags of holding at will now. That's so theft is just like a casual thing in this yeah, world. Yeah, okay. Is, is I'm fun? from the astral plane. I'm not from this world. Hmm. Oh, all right. That's how they pay me. Um, Nana would like to try on the hat. 
Uh, if you want to know more about these items, you can make Arcana checks on them. Oh, hell yeah. I'll do an Arcana check on these shoes. Let's see how bad I'll roll this. Plus zero. Let's fucking rock. Yeah, it's going to be... Nine. Just... <laughs> Nine? Uh, these shoes have Three. something to do with light. Three? Nailed it. <laughs> this hat is capable of disguise. Byron rolled the 20 Right now, it looks like a tall witch's hat. What? Byron rolled the 20 to investigate the dish thing. Uh, it's Arcana. Yeah. I rolled that Oh, too. okay. So you rolled a 22. Okay. So yes. this <laughs> it's the battle saucer. Uh-huh. And it adds plus one to your uh, magic roll, your magic attack rolls and DC and whatnot. But there's one special property that comes with it. It has the ability to hold concentration on one spell for you once per day. Hot digging. Or once per long rest, pretty much. That's incredible. Um, and they went with, so they went with battle saucer rather than like battle disc or dual saucer or anything like that? Dual disc? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No, 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 no uh, that's stupid. Yeah, not, dual disc not is like... dumb. Who would ever name something a dual disc? Why would we go with alliteration? They could have gone, gone with, with like... battle bangle, but... They could have gone with combat cup. Combat mm-hmm. cup, that that's also great. But uh, uh yeah, it's combat with, cup. <laughs> Gary, they could have gone with battle buckler. A buckler is like a shield. No, uh the person that so, that helped me come up with this item, Joseph, uh had the name Battle Bangle, but I was like, that that doesn't sound like a disc. What about Battle Saucer? So I fucked that up. Wow. That's okay. That's okay. Jeez, <sighs> wow. Uh, Ganja's gonna pick up the can, uh, and he's gonna do an arcana check on it. An arcana check. Okay, roll that arcana check. So this can is a can of nuts with a goblin mascot on it. Uh, yeah, so... And that goblin's like wearing a monocle. Huh? Okay, so let me hop into the item shop tab, because that was the one I forgot to memorize. Okay, so it's a can of mixed nuts, and it has a goblin wearing a monocle on it. has three servings in the can, and the serving has positive effects on wisdom-based rolls for ten minutes. So something that I didn't send you in the uh, chat was, through post-nut clarity, the user gains advantage on wisdom-based rolls for ten minutes. Roll a 1d4 after consuming, and if you roll in here... If you roll one, <laughs> if you roll one, you can only speak or comprehend the goblin language for that ten minute duration. But you still receive the effects of the post nut clarity. I, I'll have it be known that I did help yeah, workshop yeah, this item. <laughs> and you said that there were beautiful bastards. Of, yeah, of, love of those nuts. Yeah, there's three servings of those goblin nuts. Hmm. But after that, the can gets worn out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so these items that you're all holding, would you like to purchase them? Yes. Yes. Absolutely buy these Um, shoes. Uh, And Jenkins Jenkins is going to be kind of like uninterested in the shop, uh, but then um, not because you gave us a list before we went into this game. Just because I'm making shit up now. <laughs> I, I'm going to see a, a headband. 
that catches Jenkins' eyes. Okay. And, and I'm going to grab it. What, what is this headband that I'm grabbing? Uh, that headband is... Oh, wait. That's not Lil G's voice. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, that, that headband's part of a set. It comes with this foreign throwing knife here. And he hands you what is essentially a kunai with some runes written on the hilt. Uh, Jenkins is going to, like, receive the kunai just, like, absently, just not paying attention. It's just, like, reflex. And he's going to put it down, still holding this headband. I mean, like... Yeah, you got to take this set. It's like 50 gold. Are these what I think they are? Uh, y- yeah. Uh, sure. If it's going to get you to give me gold, yeah. It's, it's whatever you want it to be. 50 gold. Wait, you had 20 gold in the, um, as far as in this thing. Oh, sure. you're talking, you're talking about I'm the talking cat ear. I sure am. Oh, shit. Okay. Did you put a secret no, item I... in there, Gary? Yes, I did. <gasps> it, it, it was one that, uh, I wasn't going to put into the shop, but he said headband, and I thought he was talking about a Naruto headband. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a Naruto headband? There's I, not a, no, there's I'm, not a Naruto headband, but you mentioned headband and that prompted no, this item you, that I was Look, I you was, need you need to make it concrete right now whether or not this is a Naruto headband for sale, because that will change what Jenkins does. Oh boy, yep. Yep. It's a straight up ninja headband, fifty gold. It comes I, with the kunai. Way. <laughs> okay, yeah, I am buying the Naruto headband. And the kunai, and, and like I'm gonna throw like seventy five gold. Like I'm gonna throw more gold than it's worth. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Oh my god! Yeah, we didn't have that much gold because you got. We started with fifty, and then we just got thirty. So you don't even have that much. Extra. Perfect. Okay, I'm so I have like eighty gold. I'm literally throwing all eighty of it. <laughs> Smart as fuck. At, at him because like I I'm not paying attention to it. I just see Naruto headband, so I'm if, just gonna throw my whole purse at him. If anyone wants to roll an Arcana check on those two items, you can. Nana, did you want to buy the hat? Yeah, I already marked it on my. Okay. Everything. Uh, you made twenty gold, or sorry, thirty gold from the mission, and then Jeff and Deebs, you got a little more. Okay, alrighty. Thank you very much. Uh, I rolled an 11 on the remaining items. Not my finest hour. Yeah. Uh, player, in the player request, if you could send me what the headband and the kunai does so I can add it into my sheet. Okay. We're, we're going to do a little montage of you all finding out what your items do real quick, and then we'll hop into <laughs> the uh, protest planning. So we'll start with Nana. You got the hat of disguise. Uh, put on the hat and think of what you want to do. Um, maybe I'll try to look like my original self, but like at age like forty-five. Right now, it looks like a witch's hat when you're putting it on. Now, tell me what you're thinking of, like hat, outfit, uh, um, everything. Yeah, so, so I'm thinking, like in her forties, Nana was in her prime. Just like think boss bitch lawyer, you know, men tremble when they see her just like storm into the um 
Wow, my mind just went blank. The lawyering room, not Court, the lawyer room. Courtroom, the courthouse. Yeah, the lawyer room. Everyone, that's just... <laughs> okay. Right more important, the lawyer house. More importantly, what does the hat look like? Oh gosh. Um. Oh, so in the disguise, you still have to be wearing a hat. It doesn't just go. Tell me what the hat looks like, Nana. Oh gosh, how will they make it look um, the same? Maybe it just looks like a headband now. So nothing about you changes other than the hat looking like a headband. Your hat can disguise itself as other hats. <laughs> Fucking dumb. I'm very disappointed. You spent seven gold on a hat that can turn into other hats. You're welcome. I love that so much. I'm assuming Thank there's you. no returns. There's a no return policy. So, okay. But question is, does it physically change or does it just appear to change? Because... It physically changes. Okay, so now it's just a big-ass sun hat. So <laughs> she's basically a walking umbrella so that Bennett doesn't get sunburned. <laughs> Aw, that's sweet. All right, Bennett, who wants to go Bennett next? Bennett was sunburned many times as a young child. Byron, you already know what your item does. We we went into that. Ganja, you know what your item does. It's wonderful. Uh, How about Bennett? Uh... Bennett is going to assume that these are like those shoes that uh, came after he had uh, already gotten too old for them. Um, and he's pretty certain that these are going to act like light up sneakers and he's pretty excited about it. So he is going to put them on as fast as possible and then start like stomping around Bennett, in them. What your shoes do is they dispel both magical and non-magical darkness for 10 feet around you. These items are priced very weird because fucking... What does little G know about magical items and what to charge for them? But if you come across another magical shop that's not run by little G, well, maybe you'll get some reputable bash or some decent magic items, but at a higher price. All right. And finally, Jenkins, throw your kunai. Um... May I add just a little bit to before I throw it? Yes. Um, because I, not only am I overpaying for it by throwing my whole purse at it, I'm going to just sprint out of the shop and I want to climb onto the roof and then start running across the rooftops. Uh, I'm going to be the Hokage! And then I'll throw my kuna. You see two mechs, two bipedal mechs running down the street adjacent to the rooftops that you're running on and you throw your kunai now in the back of your mind you hear a magic word and that magic word is return all right so then uh with a question it'll be return jenkins your knife does not return to you you return to your knife and you can use this ability once per long rest and uh, like once i teleport i'll be <gasps> This is it. My ninjutsu, it's coming to life. God. And I'm going to continue playing ninja on the rooftops. How is it that Andrew gets all the dope magical items? <laughs> there's, there's I'm doing nothing but dumb shit. That you thought of. How is it that this was an item that we tried to workshop and could not make it work, and now is the perfect time for it? <laughs> 
we talked about this thing for over probably like over like an hour last night and could not yeah. come up with a way to make it like something that we cared about or or at least i was just like man i don't know i just don't think it's powered the right way and then like the moment he's like it's a kunai it works immediately hey well, I it was see a giant a umbrella, so. character whose whole whose whole bit is that is that that Naruto character, that one from Naruto? Naruto. 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 Oh, right. <laughs> Boruto. So we're just going to fast forward to all of you meeting in an abandoned warehouse with Dogwood, uh, Maggie, and a, another elf that you have not met yet. His picture is also in the... Uh, DM notes about the campaign channel. Uh, you see a blonde elf with a fat doobie in his mouth wearing bunny slippers, jeans with tactical gear over the jeans, and a black hoodie holding a giant oak staff with a crescent moon on it. And he is also wearing a red headband. And when you see Dogwood, he's wearing a red headband and tactical gear as well. Okay, so what I have had time to go and do all the research because i know we talked about it but the listeners um uh like... this is the same day like after you all discover the properties of your items so you can research with them or uh you can we can take some time to research before the meeting um i think she i mean we can kind of condense to i think maybe nana would have kind of gone around and at least observe different interactions in different places of business where it's not like in a creepy way. <laughs> um, and maybe gone and looked at a couple of like history books that would kind of be more like summaries or whatever. And okay. Give me an investigation check for the uh, history research. Oh, oh that's, oh, that's a nine. <laughs> Um, could Byron have possibly, like, assisted with that? Uh, yes, you can assist with that. Nana, roll with advantage. Uh, yeah. but before you roll with advantage, Byron, how are you assisting her? Um, <laughs> using his... And keep in mind that your, uh, special head computer only knows what you have learned. Right, um, well, damn. But there may still be one component in there that you know that your head computer can sort out for you. Yeah. Actually, I mean, Byron, roll me an investigation check. Uh, DC 15. 16. <laughs> so there was a children's story that you heard recently that may have something to do with uh, why the elves and humans don't seem to get along. Oh, God. Is this going to be like a really racist nursery rhyme? No, you you heard the story. I, in fact, Bennett read it to Gar before Gar fell asleep. Oh, that's true. I mean, I don't. And okay, I that would... story is the oath of. That story is called the oath of friendship, and uh, I believe Bennett still has that copy on him. Okay, so sure. Byron would uh, track down track down Bennett and uh, get the. Get the nursery rhyme from him. And it's the story of a human and an elf that were friends. Uh, long story short, the human sh shared uh, 
human magic with the elf, they both realize that, hey, this is very destructive magic and will require a great sacrifice. The human was executed for sharing that knowledge with the elf by the human capital. And in return, the elf dug those books back up and used that spell to reduce the human capital to rubble to revive his human friend. Yes. Okay, so yeah, Byron would, would relate all that to Nana. And then, Nana, roll me one more investigate check. Uh, this one, pretty easy. DC 10. Better yeah, 18. Okay, so you correlate this with the history of the emergence of the Demon Lord. This is basically a children's story telling how the Demon Lord came to be before the Demon Lord was defeated by the heroes that came from another world. And okay. now the Demon Lord is back. Humans blame the elves for this when it was one elf that reduced one human capital to rubble for executing his human friend. But the elves kind of have that bad blood with the humans too for blaming all elf kind for mm -hmm. the act of one elf. And with that 18, you also get that uh, tieflings did not naturally occur in this world. It was being within this magical energy resonating from the demon Lord that some elves became tieflings. And then anyone else that just, stayed in that energy too long, stayed too close to the Demon Lord for too long, also became a Tiefling. So there's no bad blood with Tieflings, because no one knows if these Tieflings were originally human, elf, orc, goblin. Tieflings are just a side effect of this energy radiating from the Demon Lord. So now Nana needs to figure out how to turn that around into positive propaganda. Um... All right. Um, so I guess when we, they get to the meeting and, you know, they've exchanged pleasantries and all that, uh, Nana's going to say, OK, so I've done my research and uh, definitely seems like there's some bad blood here. But, you know, I feel like you guys have been uh, I mean, you elves. I'm not saying that that sounded really racist, but elves, you guys are in the thick of it. Um, and Maggie says, nah, you're good, Shug. We, we we understand where you're coming from. Yeah, so, like, my goal here is to, um, you know, I don't like how the elves treated, you know, where I'm from, a little bit different, but, you know, people was treated differently for their skin color and stuff like that. Um, I did a lot of work trying to undo that. Um, still ongoing, because people just kind of suck. But um, maybe we can at least start the process here. Um, maybe a protest. You hear uh, the blonde elf speak up, and he says, Well, uh, Teflons have different color skin, and they're treated fairly here. Yeah, where I came from kind of sucked in that regard. Um, I made some positive changes in my life, though. You know, I started and... Well, not as much started, but helped start different protests and stuff. And maybe a few became riots, but, you know, it got things done. Oh, so y'all got Teflons there? Not quite. 
uh, just kind of different colored humans. But you know how some people are, they get, you know, a stick up the butt and they think that they are better than everybody else because there's one little thing that makes them different and they're just kind of assholes. Oh, oh kind, kind of like uh, Teflons. So, sorry. Nice. Sorry. I'm, I'm really stuck on Teflons right now. Okay. Teflons, like the, the coating on them nonstick pans, Teflon. No, no, Teflings. Teflons, them rare guys and ladies. Okay, well, if they're being treated fairly, then they're not the issue here. And you just see him sparking up in the back of the room. Uh, Don't bogart that shit, at least. I I, I don't think I introduced myself. I'm Dandelion. Yeah, y'all can call me Dandy. Well, it's good to meet you. Um, What did you say your name was? uh, You can call me Dandy. Or dandelion, either one. Uh, so Jenkins is now going to take off his headband, and he's going to brush his hair back and put it <laughs> into like a loosely tied um ponytail, and position his swords, and then sit down, and then he's going to try to do his best gruff voice. Mm. What have you gotten us into this time, dandelion? <laughs> Oh no! God damn it! <laughs> well, look, I, I'm I'm just here because uh, Dogwood asked me to be here. You're here because you're a bard trying to peddle your garbage music. There's too many monsters to deal with your shit. I'm actually a druid. This is this Whenever is my least favorite bard. Jenkins. <laughs> 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 I've hated a lot of Jenkins, but this is the one I hate the most. <laughs> At least he's not picking his nose on the bar. That's a relief. (laughs) And uh, Magnolia speaks up and says, All right, guys. Uh, So, if you want to start a protest or riot, uh, my advice is uh, occasionally they use tear gas and Believe it or not, there's rumors out there that urine will negate tear gas. That's all a lie. Trust me, I know from personal experience, you'll you'll find yourself just hovering over one of your teammates there and realize they're into some weird shit. Yeah, pee don't work on that sort of thing, or jellyfish stinks. Yeah, it doesn't have any effect. Dogwood just stares daggers at Dandy. <laughs> They have tear gas into in this world. Like gotta put a stank. Is it okay, at but least, like, do you all? Is it at least spelled like T Y R gas, or is it just straight up tear gas? Nah, nah, it, it's it's straight up tear gas. Oh, it, shit, it ain't right. pleasant. Some things transcend space and time. I, <laughs> I hope y'all are ready for that. And you know, like I said, don't. Don't pee on nobody's face because that's just a rumor. Okay, so then um, what we're gonna need, y'all got like, I- I'm I'm trying to figure out your technology here. You got like traffic cones. What the fuck is a traffic cone? All right, we're gonna need some big pots or something. Um, basically. I can go big pot. Well, yeah. And Dandy <laughs> holds up his hand for a high five. <laughs> Oh, he reciprocates. He 100% pr- 
reciprocate. Okay, well, what you do is, how about buckets with holes in them? Because you throw them on the tear gas canisters, then you pour some water in there, and it kind of puts them out. Um, that helps. We're going to need people with more water just kind of standing by. Everybody's going to need a face covering. You got safety goggles. And uh, Dogwood chimes in with, well, uh, I thought y'all were bringing the people because uh, the three of us here, we ride and die. But the rest of the, the rest of these elves in this city, not so much. Okay, so here's the plan. We're distributing pamphlets. Um, free food usually draws in a crowd. What can we do about food? Uh I you mean, know, there is this place called the Quivering Tindy nearby. <laughs> okay, well, we're getting some catering. Um, <laughs> so do you think pamphlets will work? Free food. Yeah, if we can get the Quivering Tindy and maybe some of them three-foot-long churros. Hell yeah. I know a guy. Byron will half-raise his hand and ask, um, are there other restaurants in in this world, or is it all quivering? <laughs> is it all quivering, all tendy, all the time? I I mean, have, have you ever stepped outside, boy? There there's more than the quivering tendy out there. All right, it's the only one we ever talk about, though. And yes, I I have been outside. I I walked in here from outside. I I mean that that's a chain. So it's pretty much everywhere. You you can't escape it. That that's late stage capitalism for you, my dude. Uh, the laughter, Damn, the, the laughter and mirth in uh, Ganja's robotic face, it disappears. You can't see it because it's a robot, thing. <laughs> but it, it disappears. All right. So what I want you all to do is roll a group persuasion check for how these pamphlets are going to work. I've over if half of you, I think it's. If over half of you pass, then this does well. But if over half of you fail, oh boy. Uh, it is likely a failure on my end, because that's an 11. I yeah, got an 18. All right, what kind of role was it one more time? Persuasion. Because, Nana, I specifically said before the campaign, in my backstory, civil rights lawyer, can, can the group have, like, advantage or something? Yeah, we need it because I got it. Okay, if if you if you want to give the group advantage, I'm gonna need you to explain in detail how you give this group advantage. Or 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 from part of at the very least from part of how he was raised with Nana, then Bennett would uh I would at least at the very least argue that uh Bennett would have picked some stuff up. Yeah, that and um, I kind of imagine Nana would design the pamphlets herself <laughs> for the most part. So, but like, this, group... this is a completely different world for you all. Still yeah. seems to be like a civil rights issue. I am going to say. Okay, that... so we'll give Bennett advantage. And Nana, if you can give me a strong argument, I'll give the rest of the group advantage as well. Okay. I think Nana would find pen and paper and basically handwrite out a PowerPoint presentation on effective marketing <laughs> of the pamphlets and um, coordinate with 
the elves that are there and knowledgeable of the city, uh, where to go to distribute them, any like keywords that people are listening for besides just free food, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe emphasize we're not asking you to sign anything. Just just show up and see. Keep in mind that there is an entire group of elves in this city that do not agree with Jenkins and his principles. And you have been spotted with Jenkins numerous times in this city. All right, I'm pretty certain that the rest of the group doesn't agree with Jenkins and his principles, so, like, it's just par for the course. I'm pretty okay. sure Andrew doesn't agree with Jenkins <laughs> and his and his motive, but, yeah, this is yeah. where we are now. So I tried to get a disguise self thing, and that fucking failed. So... <laughs> <laughs> you got a nice hat out of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to give the group advantage. I mean, I already rolled a 22 on it, so... 22, okay. What's Guys, everyone wait, else's wait, high wait, roll? Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. I just remembered that Byron knows magic. And I do know <laughs> the spell Alter Self. <laughs> we can, we can this have... is cool because Jenkins' high roll was a 6, so... Okay. okay. Tell me, tell me what you're planning on doing with Alter Self. We could have a socially functional Jenkins, guys. <laughs> I think we could do something. Okay. Like so, Byron, I'm going to give you inspiration for that because that's dope as hell. Tell me what you do with Alter Self. Uh, I'm just imagining a YouTube apology. <laughs> <laughs> Because keep in mind that Jenkins did cause a conflict outside of a ramen shop, and now there is a group of militant elves associated with Jenkins, and there's another group of elves that did not want to take that path, but, you know, they're kind of associated with that now because they're elves. Mm. So tell me what you do with this altar self. Yeah, all right. So which are we for sure coming down on the pro riot side of this? Because I know that out of character we had definitely been pro riot because then Gary has to DM us through a riot. Is that is that the gonna be the plan? Um, I feel like Nana was starting with a protest and the more she's like talking about it and getting like gung ho about the thing, the more she realized in real life. Uh, it's not the protests that get shit done, it's the riots. Uh-huh. Now, the riots. before this plan, keep in mind that uh, there are guards patrolling the city, and there's two bipedal mechs walking through the city with anti-crowd gear. Yeah. How big no. are the mechs? Because I am also large. Uh, they're standing at about... So, the mech caps out at about eight feet, and then the pilot sticks out another two feet above the mech. Oh, so realistically, I could knock it... Okay, yeah, no. Nana's not scared. Nana's big now. <laughs> Nana, I could knock it... Uh, have we... I could suplex it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nana's <laughs> like, I could throw my grandson at it, and he could attack from the inside, like... <laughs> have we verbally, like, have we verbally said out loud yet that we're like pro riot so far no you I, have not that's, i okay. think yeah, that's nana I'm, would I'm establish to, yeah i think nana at some point during her little 
paper PowerPoint would establish that it is definitely going to start off as a respectable riot. Um, or not a respectable protest, riot. Prote- protest. Protest. Um, yes. But maybe wink a little bit at Bennett. Bennett, Bennett knows what's up. I'm going to alter how we're going to do this group role. Yeah. Instead of... Uh, Hold on. The number of people passing, it's going to be an average of the rolls. Hold on, because I was, I've was i been meaning to say that I had a nat 20 on my persuasion, Ooh. but I have a minus one. <laughs> so, I mean, a, a nat 20 is auto-success in my book. Because yeah. I, I have the worst idea, and it's a great idea. Tell, tell me what you're doing with this idea, and this is going to shape how this protest goes. Uh, so, Gondra gets up in front of everybody and says, Nana, that's a great plan, great plan, clap, 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 wonderful. Look, now, when she has this riot thing and everything, it's a great idea. At the same time, we need a, a two-pronged attack. We need to make sure that the people feel like they're being seen. And what we should do, can I borrow these markers here? Thank you so much. Uh, and he starts doodling on a little badge, and it's in different colors that are all complementary to each other. What we do is we change the of the city here, and we change it into this nice rainbow of colors. Now, I was told that this was something called uh, uh, rainbow capitalism, and we would do it for like a month, usually in one of the hot months that nobody's outside in. No, everyone's outside in. Oh, you, you mean July? No, not that one. That one's nice, too. No, no, no. The one before that. No, no. I, I believe that's called Pride, honey. No, this is... Yeah, we'll do that. It's going to be Pride. It's going to be Pride for citizens and everything to come together. Because we're all the same. And all we got to do is we just got to do it for a month. It'll be simple. It'll be easy. And we do this on our side. That way, the the good, hardworking, uh, middle and upper management people can say, Yeah, we're doing our part. We're doing our part. Yeah, you can't say we <laughs> And we do uh, this. And, hold on. You know. let, let me stop you for a second. Mm-hmm. I, I want everyone to roll an insight check. I think Excellent. Nana's just face palming so hard <laughs> right now. Middle of the road. That's a roll natural in. 20 for a 25. Okay, uh, what's everyone else got? <laughs> got an 8. Big 10. Uh, 11. Do I Nana. need to roll my, an insight as well? Yes, roll that insight. Oh, That's a 21. Okay, so Nana and Ganja, you both notice uh, Magnolia winking at Nana when she's talking about this, and you realize that Pride Month is a universal thing. Well, that's good and wholesome. Is, she, is, is it a is it a winking at Nana as in like yes, I get your hints about the riot, or a different type of winking? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with the one eye that's not covered by an eye patch, uh, you notice that that is a different type of winking. It would just be blinking at that point. Yeah, it... <laughs> Nana's waiting for her to disappear because she's blinking. <laughs> and while making direct one eye contact with Nana, Magnolia says, yeah, I, I think I get what you say. She gets it. This is great. She gets it. We, we'll, we'll rally up with uh, the rich and famous and the wealthy in the city and everything like that. And we'll 
will change things and will do things for the better. And then on the last day of the month, everyone's logos goes back to the you know the corporate thing that we all know and love and make money um, off of. And she is just staring at Nana the entire time. Uh, Jenkins Jenkins is gonna like stand up, and he's gonna start making moves to leave. And it's like, well, you guys can do what you want. I have witcher business to attend to. That sounds so much like Cartman. I'm sorry. That wasn't Cartman. Good. Um, (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Whatever business that kings, governments and kingdoms have, that's to you. Redanian, Nilfgaardian, New Horizon. Doesn't matter. Dogwood pipes up and says, All right, Lita, we'll, we'll, we'll see you at the protest. Good luck, LaRoche. Uh, and and Jenkins is just going to step out. And Dogwood uh, just kind of says, what the fuck is the Uh I think Nana's going to call after him. Don't go too far. You're going to have to distribute some pamphlets. Sponsored pamphlets, hopefully by the quivering, quivering tendy. All right. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll talk to them. Let, let, let's get all those persuasion checks. I know uh, Ganja had a nat 20. Am I still rolling persuasion? Oh, from no. yes. okay. from earlier? Yeah, from earlier. So am I re-rolling okay. with advantage then? Because I had already rolled with advantage for that persuasion check. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give you all the chance to re-roll with advantage. Re-roll with 22. Advantage. We got an 18, 22, nat 20. What else? Uh 19. 19? 21. Okay, so it goes exceedingly well for you all. Some of the elves don't quite get the message. They're thinking more along the lines of Magnolia and not along the lines of a rep. Well, it's still a revolution. You know what? Love is love in this world. No one cares who you're fucking in this world. They just care whether or not you're a fucking elf oh. or whether or not or whether or not you're fucking an elf. Yikes. Jesus Christ. Wow. And by they, I mean humans. The rest of the races in this world don't want to get involved in this. Yikes. This is strictly between humans and elves. I didn't hear what you said, but I kind of... I don't know if I'm wanting to. It's bad. It's real bad. Oh, I figured. Oh, boy. Are we going to have to cut that? Hey... Hey, uh, listeners, racism is bullshit. Don't be a fucking racist. There, I I think that'll be the... Let's cut some racism. Yeah, humans are kind of racist, but only towards elves. And I say kind of, but it's very. Yeah, Nana's always down to punch a Nazi, so... Same. And in our current state of affairs, Jenkins is going to be fine with it because he's as a witcher, he is used to being uh, used to being the bottom rung of society. I hate it. I hate so it. I hate we it. cut. <laughs> the, this is where we're go, going to end. Let me paint the scene for you. We cut to the day of the protest. Uh, you see Maggie pull a black ski mask over her face and skitter across the rooftops. Dandy is hanging out with everyone in the crowd. And you see on the other side of this protest, 
Actually, roll me a perception check. Perceptificating. 16. 7. 12. That's a 12. 22. Yeah. 12 bros. 12 bros. Anyone who rolled above a 15, you see Dogwood on the other side of this protest in town guard gear. His ears are hidden by his helmet. And all of you are surrounded by elves that are ready for a peaceful protest and elven waitresses from the quivering tindy dispersing <laughs> chicken tenders. Ganja, or sorry, little G has his card out and he's passing out three foot long churros to everyone. And he has bottles of water on deck just in case things go sideways. And you got to take care of some of the uh, tear gas that got into someone's eyes. And this buff town guard, the captain, takes a blue piece of chalk and down the center of the town square that you're in, he draws a line with this blue piece of chalk. There's a thin blue line right oh my across the God. Oh, <laughs> oh, Nana's, Nana's like right there waiting to see what he's doing with this shit. And there's two... Those two mechs that you saw earlier are pointed at the crowd, making sure no one crosses this line. You are allowed to protest within this line that has been drawn across the town square. Some of the elves, they know what they're in for. Some, they think they're here for something else. And they're wearing these great rainbow badges on their lapels. Gary... Uh, quick question: How long has it been uh, since the uh, underground research facility explosion? It's been about a week. About a week. It's been one week. <laughs> All right, that sounds like so, six charges to me. Guess what's fully loaded, <laughs> motherfucker? But we got some. Mo- <laughs> we're about to solve some problems on Ninth Street. But keep Next in mind, time. keep in mind, there will be consequences for your actions in this. Yeah, so, so let's light let's these little right. tops. Yeah, hold on, let's start to write that. Strangely, and strangely for the first time ever, Jenkins is going to like be with the peaceful protesters and, and like saying to the party, mm, remember, I am a killer of monsters, not of men. Um, so I and think- I am, before you say something, I, I want you all to roll one more perception check but this is for the crowd that is with you. Can't read them. All right, that's a 15. I think Nana would have eventually found like the mom friends in the group there and figured out a signal to get everybody there that is, you know, children and stuff back just in case stuff goes down. And I think she's getting ready to sell. We got a 15, a 13, 21, 21, an 11. Once again, 10 below whatever Andrew got <laughs> for the second time. All right. Do I have everyone's perception checks? Yep. Yes. Okay. So anyone who rolled below a 15, you don't notice this. But if you rolled a 15 or above, you see uh, two humans in the crowd wearing shitty elf ears. And they have a blue bandana wrapped around their arm. I fucking knew it. God. It's getting and real. One of them says to the other, hey, can you can you pass me one of those blue bound crush uh 
alpha aids over there. And the other says, are, are you sure you don't want a fruit punch alpha aid? And you can tell that these two strictly town guard pretending to be sympathizers for the protest. And we're going to end on one last note. Uh, Jenkins, you get a call on your Rocky talkie. Again, Jenkins is going to just kind of like ignore it for a second. And then because he's now having a conflict of like which character he's supposed to be answering the phone as. So then he decides to say, fuck it. Go ahead. And the rest of you can gather around Jenkins for this call if you want. Because this is important to all of you. Sure. I don't necessarily know that, so I'm going to keep an eye out. Except I'm also a halfling and I'm short, so no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, over the call, you all hear, hey, leader, it's Maggie here. And you see her on the screen wearing that black ski mask. And she says, are any y'all willing to take an arrow for the revolution? Oh, fuck. Do what? Are any y'all willing to take an arrow for the revolution? Jenkins is ready. And like she (laughs) she shows her location on the uh, Rocky Talkie, like via FaceTime. And she's on a roof behind enemy lines with her crossbow pointed at the crowd looking for someone that she can uh, roll an insight check. Jenkins is literally the most like shoot because everybody is going to get fired up one way or another. That's um, that's a six for insight. Uh, 24. Um, Well, and now, okay, player. All right, this is Andrew speaking. Um, yes. I do want Jenkins to get shot because I agree that it would be like the best way to open it up. Um, but Jenkins 100% does not want to get shot. Now, I need clarification though because I might be able to goad her into shooting me. Um, she has asked if we're willing to take an arrow. Yes. My, now, my insight was only a six. Is there any, like, Without a doubt, can I see she's holding a crossbow? Without a doubt. But uh, who rolled well enough on the last perception check? Nope. To uh, notice that there were two town guards there. (laughs) I did not. Nope. Uh, Nana, you know there's two town guards there, and they could easily take a dull arrow to the shoulder and... uh, Okay. It, it needs um, to be an elf, and it needs to be—he needs to be the martyr because he's got a whole bunch of people following him. So he needs to. Yeah, you know. I employ me. I agree that Jenkins needs to be the martyr, but Jenkins is not doing this. He—he he doesn't care about this revolution at all. He's not even aware he's leading one. Um, but I might be able to go to her because I, like you saying that without a doubt, I'm. It's crystal clear she's got a crossbow pointed at the crowd right now, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, so without answering her question, it's, well, well, actually, you wouldn't, whoever would be volunteering for this would not be taking an arrow for said revolution. They would be taking a bolt. Because you... crossbows do not fire arrows. Well, loose arrows. They loose bolts. And I'm going to cut you off right there. You hear a click. 
And that's where we end the session. Yes! <laughs> My Andrew, hit us with that outro. Uh, Alright, uh, real quick, did we get any questions in? Uh, uh, let me check one last time. I checked before the session. Nothing, but maybe perfect. we got something. Not on my end. Although my dad did like my Facebook post about it, so... Yeah, yeah, I saw France, and I was like, oh, that must be Alex's dad. Yeah, and now he likes our uh, our Facebook page, which we should plug, by the way. Uh, what do you think I say at the end of every single oh, video? Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Email's not loading for me, so we're just going to pretend we didn't have any questions. Okay. And we'll answer any questions next week. All right. So, quick thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please reach out to us at critsandgrits at gmail.com. That's crits, the letter N, and grits at gmail.com. Uh, you can also reach out to us on our social media, like Facebook and Twitter. And any chance that you have, or well, any feedback that you've got, we would love to have. And if you have any questions, we would be love to answer them on air. We can also answer them in questions. So if you'd like to get a shout out, hit us up on those on social media or at Gmail. You can also swing by the people who have already done so much to help us out, like our friend Tithus, who you can follow at twitch.tv forward slash Tithus. Our friend Jess, who you can follow at twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda, as well as the Momocon social media pages. And our good friend Kyler, who you can follow on YouTube on his channel, Fishing After Five. And everyone in a jumble, yell thank you for listening and good night. Thank you for, thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Actually, I do have uh, one more plug to add. Oh, wait. Ooh. Uh, Abby, Becky is one of your players in uh, your campaign, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, fuck, I forgot her Twitch channel. Uh, Sugar Smacks, I think. Uh, follow Sugar Smacks on Facebook and on Twitch because we love Becky and she does great art and great sewing. If we find out that her name is not Sugar Smacks on Twitch, we'll fix that at a later date. It, it might be Sugar Smacks cosplay, but I know it's Sugar Smacks something. Yeah. She posted about. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, uh, she, she, I think she actually streamed drawing a character that's going to be in my campaign that I'm DMing. All right. Good night, everyone. Great. Good night. Good.